Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way you are listening to the dan patrick show on fox sports radio thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine to noon eastern or six to nine pacific on fox sports radio Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two in this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We are discussing the etiquette as we uh, go to Dublin tonight. We have a six o'clock flight and then it's, what, a five or six hour flight and then we're going to get there and it'll actually be five in the morning when we get there. And then do we get to go to the hotel and crash? Yeah, that's that's the story. We get to go get some downtime. Then we got okay. re- rehearsal, check out the set. Yeah, we're not going to be uh, doing our show Tuesday from Dublin, but we will be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, last uh, correspondence, Will Farrell is uh, set to join us certainly on Wednesday and Thursday in Dublin. Yes, Todd. So are we going to be vagabonds for a while? Because the rooms may not be ready. I guess leave the bags at the no, no, no. They'll be desk. ready. They will be. Ready. They will be ready. I asked them to be ready. That's fantastic. Yes, Eden. Are you a plane sleeper? Yes. I'm hardcore. Yeah. Sometimes I fall asleep before we even take off. Well, Todd likes to walk up and check on me, and then I don't like to be checked on. And then you turn your head and stick your face up against the window and I put do. a hood on. I do. Pretend you're listening to but, music or but, you're out cold. But, but Todd will walk up to me and go, uh, hey, what are you doing? I go, I'm trying to sleep. I don't get out of here. Okay. All right. Yes, Eden. One time I remember we were on a flight. This is a long time ago. This is early, early on. Me and you were on a plane somewhere. Uh, I don't even remember where we were going. And you had gotten on first, and then I went to sit down next to you because that's where my seat was. And you looked up and went, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> and put your that's so rude. Why would you I, do that? I, I, I like, just, oh, you got to be kidding me. I, I think we were going to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I think because people thought you were my son. Yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Yes. I was like, like well, I'm just uh, going to sit here. I'm not going to do anything. I know. I don't want to talk. I just want to sit here and be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> I guess we should pull the band in this now. Is anyone sitting next to each other on the flight? Because I don't know anyone else's seat assignments. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm 12D. Mm. Anybody in row 12? I'm not sure. I don't have my uh, <laughs> seat right now. That could be awkward, you know. Could be. If one of us had to sit next to each other for a long or As long flight. as it's not Fritzy. That's I, I can't. I like to chat I sometimes a little bit. Do, I, I know, don't sleep well. I know, but I can't do that. No offense. I can't do that. No, what are we going to do when we land? What do you want to do? What are you going to eat? What are you going to get? Because he asks a million questions. How far is it to the hotel? What are you watching? Yeah. And he, God forbid there is a hot oh, flight attendant. Oh, no. God. That, that poor person is in for a long night of chit-chat. I do kind of play that airport bingo game, that airplane bingo. I think we've all done that a little bit, married or not married, where you're just sitting there and you're seeing people get on the plane and you're like, oh, no, not that one. Not that. Oh, that would be great if that one's coming over here. I have never played airplane bingo. As it gets to the end and there's just a few spots left and your seat's still open, you're wondering, I hope it's not that really big guy. Or she, that would be nice if she sat down over here. Let's see what happens. And you don't know. I wonder what they're saying about us when we get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, whenever you bring kids, when you have little kids, and we had four kids under the age of seven, and I remember we walked on the plane, and wow, you had people going, do not even think about sitting near us. And then, you know, we'd take up a full aisle or a row. Uh, But, yeah, when you bring kids on a plane, it's like, that's worse than snakes on a plane. 
And then you bring kids on a plane, and you're like, oh, no, look at those. They hate us. Yes, Marv. <laughs> I came back on a flight from Disney World. That should tell you all you need to know <laughs> about how my flight went coming back to Connecticut this past weekend. Ooh, oh, you. Oh, man. And so my son, who's nine now, he just kind of looks back. He's like. Damn, she's loud. <laughs> <laughs> and he's nine. Yeah. Uh, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by, taking your phone calls. NFL preseason tonight. The Ravens have won 24 consecutive preseason games. That can't be a coincidence. It's not an accident. Like You, you really have to try to win some of these games. They are uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites against Washington. Yeah, Paulie? Do you guys think that's a good mentality to have for a head coach is that th- these games matter to a point? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It feels like Andy Reid has that. I don't care what game you're playing, even if it's an exhibition, pre- any of that, the winning culture, just feeling better about what you did instead of coming in going, hey, you know what? It didn't count. doesn't matter. You want that winning feeling because that's addictive. And, uh, you know, the Ravens looking for their 25th consecutive preseason win tonight. The last time Baltimore lost a preseason game was 2015. They lost to the Atlanta Falcons in the final exhibition game, 20-19. to Stat of the Day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Our streaming partner and our radio affiliates around the country. I went to an outdoor concert on Saturday, and the lead singer was part of a band that I think should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Anybody want to guess? Jake Isles Band. No. Uh, I think he's dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they should still be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. <laughs> Anybody want to get? Yes, Marv. Iron Maiden? No. Yes, Marv. No. Yes. Is Iron Maiden in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, Metallica is. I No, Iron. I don't know. If, I'm not an Iron Maiden fan. 70s band, probably? 70s band, I think, should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Once you start hearing the hits, and then you go, oh, they did that? Hits oh, they, plural. They did that? Yes. Yes, Marv. Foreigner. Foreigner is correct. Wow, look at you. Foreigner is correct. Lou Graham, the lead singer, and I uh, got a chance to say hello to him after the show. And I talked to his security. I said, look, I, I don't want anything other than to tell him that I think that he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then I went up to him, and uh, he said, you still doing your show every day? And I go, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I, I, I watch I said, okay. I said, I just want to tell you you should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He goes, well, it's not going to happen. I go, well, that's a shame. He goes, yeah, but that's not going to happen. But uh, Foreigner, I got some hits. Yes, Marv. Do you think it's going to take a little time? Oh, I see what you did with that. Nice, Marv. Okay. All right. Yes, yes, Paul. Okay, if you were going to compare Foreigner to a, I guess, an NFL player that's not in the Hall of Fame, Foreigner did have a lot of hits. Yes, they do. And I remember when I was a kid, they, they seemed to get a lot of radio airplay. Yeah. So that's like, I guess that's like a, what, an NFL running back running for 10,000 yards but not being in the hall. Foreigner might be the Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters. (laughs) That's where it's going. (laughs) Ricky Waters should be in the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah. But he was great all during his career. He was great before running backs were asked to catch 500 passes as well. Great in the postseason. 10,000 yards rushing. Ricky Waters is a Hall of Famer. Foreigner had some bangers. Yes, they did. They really did. Yes, they did. Yes. And that, this might be their softest song. Yeah. I want you to show me. Might have been slow dancing with my wife to this song. You got to go back to feels like the first time when they were really cranking it out. Yeah, jukebox hero. Cold as ice. Yes, yeah. Foreigner's got some hits there. I've been waiting <laughs> for a girl like you. Band sounded great. But, uh, yeah, that was my exciting weekend. And I went fishing. I went fishing up in Maine for a few oh. days. Caught some uh, largemouth, smallmouth bass. Uh, went out on a pontoon boat. 
Did a little fishing there. Did you pretend like you're on that show alone and say like I could survive out here? Oh no 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 I couldn't survive. No no no. But but it was uh, it was it was you know fun relaxing. Went out there in the basically the wilderness and I survived. You know we did naked and afraid. I mean we weren't but we thought well, let's try it. Let's do naked and afraid and we just went out in the wilderness. You were clothed and uncomfortable. <laughs> I always, whenever I see promos for that show, then they're like, I'm so cold. I'll be like, well, why are you on the show? I, yeah, this is part of Naked and Afraid. Put some clothes on. Hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> Get off the TV show. <laughs> Pretty simple here. I'm so cold. Always reminds me of Fritzy when we were on the Sandler oh, shoot. Oh, here that, we go. And, and, and it was raining and it was really cold. And then Todd was sitting next to me and he goes, I'm so cold. I said, that woman right there, her job is to get you a jacket or anything you need. That's wardrobe right there. That was there. a bad time for me to get shy about talking to other people. And it was a woman, too. Yeah. And then <laughs> Todd is freezing. And then he, I said, well, go on the bus, you know, if you're freezing. Okay, I'm just so cold. <laughs> he goes on the bus, and there's air conditioning on the bus. But Todd didn't get up to tell the bus driver, would you turn off the air conditioning? So... You got off the bus, and you go, I said, are you better? He goes, no, they had air conditioning. They decided to be a moderate, and I guess everybody else likes the air conditioning. <laughs> I don't want to be the one that ruins it for me. I'll so, just continue to be freezing. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. It's like, uh, you know, sixth sense. I see dead people. You couldn't exaggerate enough on this one. No. To see just how, how cold Todd was. It was as close as seeing someone freezing to death as I've ever seen in my life. Yes. He was literally, like, convulsing, like, oh, I guess. I was very pale. He looked very sick. He was Blue. very pale. Yes. Yeah. But his I, lips were very light. <laughs> I did not handle that situation. You, I was so mad at you that you day. You were so mad at me. Paulie was trying to help me and get me a jacket and stuff. You had a chat with me, which we all love when we get the chat. <laughs> like the next day, we were, I think, doing the show in the city. I, I just good. said, Todd, I got you into a Sandler movie, and you're complaining. And then we look like we're whining. I mean, we're supposed to be low-key, low-maintenance, no-maintenance. And then you're so cold. And I felt I said, terrible. I don't think I was complaining enough because I was quietly dying on the bus when I should have been <laughs> you speaking up. Dying. I mean, it, it was dying. It was pretty pale. close. It was pretty close. <laughs> was it touching? He, it was very – the hospital was very much in sight. I saw my reflection in the, in the mirror of the uh, bus, and it just was – You know when someone has a bad cold and it's just oozing out of them, like you know, sniffles and stuff like that? Mm. And That's what it was. Mm. I think I think that you were more annoyed, not because of the Sandler part, but because a grown man couldn't dress himself properly <laughs> and needed the whole entire production set to scramble to get this guy back to life. And I'm thinking, how do you? How are we do doing this scene already? I don't feel well. How do you? Jeez. How do you survive? I don't know. Because that woman was like, "You guys need anything?" And you just sat there. and You're like, so cold. And I said, "Just ask her for a jacket." And then you go on the bus, and then they, I, you better. Did you warm up? No, they had air conditioning on there. Yes. I have an update on our seating situation, by the way. Oh, on the plane. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if these are going to stay this way because you know how sometimes you get a, a seat and then you get in there and you're like, "What the heck? I thought I was just nine D, and now I'm whatever." Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm in nine D. Todd Fritz is in eight D. So I'm sitting right behind Todd for the. Oh, so I can keep turning back and chatting with yes, you. That's fun. Yes, you can. And then, uh, sitting right next to me in 9E, uh, young Mario. <laughs> sitting right next to young Mario is Eric, our cameraman. Weeks. He's in 9F. Okay. That's and a fun right, group. right behind Eric in 10F is Dylan, the graphics guy. Uh, so we've got a little a little thing okay. happening. Paul, where did you say you were sitting? I'm a 12D. 12D. So you're right in the vicinity. Okay. Yeah. Good times. All right. Uh, the big winner here so far, as far as I could tell, might be Marvin. Because he's not sitting anywhere near the rest of us, so he gets to enjoy a nice, peaceful nice. flight. Yes, Mark. I'll find him. Oh, the flight to Arizona for the Super Bowl. I try. I was like, Dylan, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Don't come near me. Well, Dylan's gonna start drinking as soon and as he gets on the plane. Him and Weeks would switch seats. Him and Weeks <laughs> switch seats so Dylan could sit next to me. And we're so we're over like somewhere like Ohio. I was like, we're not even close to Arizona. Yeah, Dylan. Curse word, curse word, curse word. I'm going to kill you. By the way, we're doing our Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast from Dublin on Thursday.
I, I was thinking, oh, I get out of doing the podcast again. They're like, no, no, we're doing it in uh, Dublin. I say, so Shay and Irving, uh, Bad Larry and Dylan. So we'll be doing the uh, gambling podcast there. Uh, Gus in L.A. Good morning, Gus. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. How are you doing? Good. Oh, well, us out here, we survived uh, what was known as the hurricane. Uh, nothing like a tropical storm and a little 5.0 earthquake to get us alive on a Sunday. How would you describe so, the weather? How would you describe this weekend, Gus? I mean, I can't say it. You know, I mean, uh, there's an FCC violation. But, um, no, it was a, like, crappy, to be honest. I mean, you know, just crappy weather. And it wasn't even, like, nice and cold where you're indoors. It was hot and humid. So when you open up the windows, it's like there was no breeze whatsoever. It was it sucked really bad, like being in, like, Miami during a crappy part of the year. It was not fun. And then, you know, oh, is, is that the ground moving? Oh, look at that. <laughs> I was I, – I think the Pistons played the Lakers in the NBA Finals, and there was an earthquake. And I'd never – or, uh, yeah, an earthquake. And I'd never been in one. But I was with somebody, and then I go, what was that? And he goes, oh, it's an earthquake. I go – and, and and we were outside, and then we went inside, and, like, dishes were on the floor and shattered. But he, it was like a 3.2 or something. I go, okay, that's a little bit odd. He goes, oh, that's nothing. I was like, okay. Have you guys been in an earthquake before? Yeah, Todd? I was in the Northridge quake. I was living in Burbank when I was oh, out in California. Yeah. And I, the apartment was shaking, and I didn't know it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, once you're in one, then you go, oh, okay, that's different. I mean... I've been in tornadoes, hurricanes, but uh, not an earthquake. Yes, Eden. I one time went out there. I hadn't been. It might have been my first time going to California. As a matter of fact, it might have been that Rose Bowl trip. Um, but I met up with my cousin John, who lived out there, and he was just talking so nonchalantly about earthquakes. Yeah. Where he was just like, ah, you know, there's rollers and shakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, a roller's not a big deal, or a shaker's not a big deal, but a roller <laughs> is really bad and whatever. I'm like, what? I'm like, have you been here for one? He's like, five times a day. Whoa, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, dude. Yeah, Paul. Since we're novices with earthquake and people listening in California, are you supposed to do anything? Are you supposed to go to a certain area of house or do you walk outside? I think you go outside. I would think I think you go outside but not be near trees. Yeah, I don't know if you're in an archway or that they talk about that the with, door a, jam with, with a hurricane. With a hurricane, they've said, you know, safe place would be in a, in a door jam. But like in an earthquake, you don't go to your basement. I don't. You think you'd not do that. I don't know. I don't know how much time you you have though. This uh, says get under a desk or a table and hang on to it. Oh, uh, for for go, an earthquake? Yeah, for, go for an earthquake. Go into a hallway or against a wall. Stay away from windows, fireplaces. Uh-huh. Get out of your kitchen, which is that's like the most dangerous place, I guess, is the kitchen. You want to get out of there? Be a lot of falling things in the kitchen. Yeah, gas lines and whatnot. Yeah. Yes, Todd. I'd probably steer clear of one of those TV units where you have all kinds of knickknacks and stuff that could just totally fall and collapse on top of you. That'd probably be a, not a good idea. Right. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. How about we take a break? PSA. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah. Do whatever we just said, do the opposite. An incredible like, amount of misinformation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The best thing you can do is run outside. People right now are like, no! <laughs> jump, in you, <laughs> jump in your pool with your clothes on. No, no, no. That's, why would you do that? What are you doing? Find an elevator. Scream. <laughs> Please don't listen to us. I'm the only one who's been in an earthquake, and it was like a 3.2, and here we are giving advice on this. Stay in your lane. We'll take a break. We're back after this. The digital world has become so relevant for individuals and businesses alike, and you got to make sure that you understand the risk for potential fraud. In 2022, there were over 1.1 million reports of identity threat. 1.1 million. That's why you have to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Our personal information is put out there so often and, you know, cyber criminals can steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. I don't know why this stood out, but it did. Stan Van Gundy, former NBA coach, NBA analyst, he was uh, on the Knuckleheads podcast, and he was talking about Anthony Davis. Now, Stan coached Dwight Howard, and uh, they were talking about the top 75 players, the NBA's all-time 75 players. Here is Stan Van Gundy talking about Anthony Davis. Look, for him to not be in the top 75 that was just a personality thing. There's no way, you know, I mean, (laughs) like I think Anthony Davis is great, but at the time they selected it, you're selecting on the careers they had had up to that point. Come on. I mean, it's not close. There's not like, you can think a guy is better. That's fine. Like that's a subjective thing, right? And when you're going top 75, you cannot make a case, and I, I'm only bringing out one guy. There's a lot more. Yeah. But you cannot make a case that Anthony Davis, when they picked that team, or even now, had a better career than Dwight right. Howard. That's absolutely ridiculous. I agree. He's right. We forget how great Dwight Howard was. Now he's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's more like he wants to be a social influencer. He wants to to be a personality. But if I look at Dwight Howard, he made eight all NBA teams, including five first team selections, five all defensive teams, including four first team selections. Anthony Davis has never been the defensive player year. Uh, All-star eight times made it to four all NBA teams, four all defensive teams. But Dwight Howard did this before Anthony Davis, you know, put these things on his resume. But the NBA named its top 75 players. So that was a couple of years ago, 2021. But Anthony Davis is on there. Um, I mean, you can make a case. Bill Walton should not be on the top 75 players. Love Bill. Uh, His career was too brief. He's one of the top five 
greatest college basketball players of all time, in my opinion. He just didn't have the resume. And I'm as big a Bill Walton fan as you will find. And if Bill asked me, do you think I'm one of the top 75 players? I would say no. Talent-wise, yes. But, you know, he was hurt. A lot of injuries there. But Anthony Davis, I mean, it gets into this. uh, If I'm putting somebody in, then i got to take somebody out. And that's where it gets a little dangerous where, you know, I don't want to denigrate somebody's career. Now, these guys were great. But if we're going to narrow this down to the top 75 players of all time, do I think Anthony Davis is a top 75 player? No. He might be, but Dwight Howard had a better resume, I think, up till 2021. You know, if I look at his 10 years, that's a, that's a great Hall of Fame resume there. It's just I think we look at Dwight Howard. Well, I think we look at Anthony Davis, too. They're sort of like aloof or there's something different or, you know, what could, you know, Dwight Howard should have been even better or winning championships. I, I don't know. Anthony Davis, we always, we're always going to go what could have been, what should have been. He should have been better than that. Is he a top 75? Probably not. Yeah, Pauline. Looking at their stats, I'd say Dwight Howard never got much better as a scorer. Never got to 25 He didn't have one move. Yeah. He, had, he didn't have one signature move. Stick backs. Which I found amazing. He like led, you get to that point, come up with something. Dwight Howard led the league, though, in rebounds five times. He led the league in blocks twice. Yeah. Anthony Davis has never led the league in rebounding. He's led the league in blocks three times, but he has had a couple seasons where he averaged over 25 points per game. That that team, that all-75 team, was, was put together the spring of 2022. So if you look at that, Anthony Davis was coming off a season where he was injured and down to 21 points per game. I wonder if it was him cooling off a little bit at that time had kept him off the team. Well, Anthony Davis got on the team. He's he's part of the top okay, he, he did make it. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Stan Van Gundy is saying Anthony Davis has not had a better career than Dwight Howard. Yeah. But it, they still put Anthony Davis on that team. He was only 28 when he made that team. Uh, that's courtesy of the Knuckleheads podcast there. But, you know, Stan Van Gundy, that's his player. He coached Dwight Howard. So I understand that he's sticking up for him. But, but if I'm a neutral observer, if I could have Dwight Howard in his prime or Anthony Davis in his prime, I mean, I'm probably taking Dwight Howard because I know he's going to play. Anthony Davis in his prime is still injured. Um, when he's healthy, he's a better player. Better all-around player, absolutely. But I, I, I have to factor in the frailty of Dwight Howard. Yeah, Paul. Anthony Davis has played 80 or more games zero times in his career. Dwight Howard played 80 or more games six times. Yes, he... Shouldn't Anthony Davis still be in his prime? Yes. He I mean, better it, be. It feels weird. Like it's, I don't know if it was if I'm just taking that as a past tense kind of thing, because when you talk about someone in their prime, you know, it almost always feels like it's a past tense kind of thing. But he should still be... In it. Well, he had 26 and 12 last year. It, it's, I don't know when I'm getting 26 12. I, I don't know how often he's going to play. Dwight Howard played. You know, availability. Ability is availability. Are you going to be there? Dwight Howard was, did he have bad back? Yes. Right? Yeah. When did that start? Um, Maybe when he thought he could carry the Lakers. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. okay. All right. Too soon. Uh, Dwight Howard was a 20.13 rebound a, a game guy until he was about 28 years old. Remember he went to Houston after that one year with the Lakers? And he was down like, it went it went down quickly. Yes, it did. 41 games, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, Marv. And he didn't learn one move from no. uh, Hakeem? No. Like he went down to Houston. I was like, oh, man, Kevin McHale's down there? Akeem Olajuwon, possible? Two, the, probably the two best post-move players yes. ever. Right. And it's like, hey, Dwight, come here. Let me show you something. I, he might have had a jump hook. He might have. But I, he didn't have anything else. It was all putbacks. Yeah, he'd get on the glass and put it back. But, but you know, like no step back, no in the, in the paint, uh, you know, turnaround jump, nothing. Zero. And that's hard to do. That you don't develop one move. Maybe that's how great he was. I don't need any moves. It can be all NBA. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Dwight Howard, when he was like under 22, 23, he was one of the more popular players in the game. He was very likable, great with the media, had that very exciting smile and attitude. 
And then the the Superman thing and the slam dunk. He was he was everyone wanted him. What to, didn't help that Shaq was always oh, making fun of him. Yeah, because he was like, I'm su- I'm Superman. You're not. But Dwight Howard wanted to be Superman. I'm going. Oh no no. Pick an, pick an, pick another name. Superman was Superman. Not Shaq or uh, you know Dwight Howard. But when Shaq laid claim to it, and then you know Dwight Howard all of a sudden. But you know he was in Orlando. Shaq was in Orlando, then Shaq went to L.A., and then Dwight went to L.A., and then I think Shaq thought, you know, you're just my little brother here trying to follow me. But I love those arguments when when people get into them. Where do we stand with Dame Lillard? I I haven't heard much about that. Although I I talked to somebody, a former TV exec who worked with the NBA, and he said, you know, what's going on in Philadelphia is worth watching because we're seeing James Harden call Daryl Morey, the GM, a liar. And, <laughs> and, and, and he said it out loud. It's, it's not like he was saying, I'm hearing that he said that he's a liar because he wanted a long... I mean, James Harden has benefited greatly from Daryl Morey. I don't know if Daryl Morey has benefited greatly from James Harden, but if James Harden doesn't want to play for Philadelphia, you can play in China. If you want to, and uh, you know, put up great numbers. You can be the next Stefan Marbury if you want to. Uh, I I just wouldn't be ponying up that money for James Harden. But the Joel Embiid situation is something that you got to keep an eye on. I'm told because at some point he's going to look around and go, okay, you know, no Jimmy Butler. Uh, you brought in uh, you know Tobias Harris. Uh, Harden's in, Harden's out. Ben Simmons, you know, like he trusted the process. Well, I wouldn't trust the process anymore because at some point he's going to look around and people, so they've already moved on from Embiid. He was the MVP. And that seems like, you know, a distant memory because you have the Joker who's the best player in the game and, and is widely recognized as that. So Embiid's the MVP and it didn't take people long only because the Joker won the title. And should have won an MVP. He should have won three in a row. But Joel Embiid, I think, is going to look around and go, do I want to stay here? Why do I want to stay here? And then does Philly get to the point where they start the process over again? Yeah, Paul. You know, it's funny. You can go back right now and find articles right before the MVP was decided on, right before the NBA playoffs. Like, uh, Jokic can't win it. He's won it before, and they didn't go very far in the playoffs. It's make or break time for him and his career. If they don't advance further, Denver... That is wiped away. Yeah, it is. Gone forever. It's yeah. like when Clayton Kershaw won the World Series. Like the baggage or whatever you want to call it, the criticisms are just Jokic is on easy street. Same with Giannis. Giannis won a title. Then it's done. We never go, yeah, but he hadn't uh, won a t-. When you win one, we move on. Dirk Nowitzki, you, he won one, you move on. That's all you want. Give me one, and then we'll move on to the next guy. And, and, you know, we do that with quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, but go back through history. Dan Marino, yeah, but he never won a title. Uh, Warren Moon, yeah, but he never won a title. Uh, Dan Fouts, Elway for a long period of time. Well, he can't win the big one. You know, Montana's winning him. He can't. And then all of a sudden he won one, and then people moved on. Then he won another one. Yes, he Does it feel like we're getting rid of that, though, a little bit? Of the, the well, you never won a title criticism for some people. I think I think the Joker was getting it, but I don't know if there's anybody else. Like Embiid, probably. I it, I I don't know if next year, if these same numbers, Embiid put up these numbers and Joker put up these numbers, that Embiid would win the MVP. Joker would win the MVP because people would say, well, he won a title. So I I think we still do it. But I think we're pretty select in the number. Nobody's going, hey, well, Dak Prescott's never won a title. Um, okay. I don't know if he he's not Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or you know, certainly Mahomes or any of those guys. So I don't know if we put him into that. We're going to do that to Burrow. We've done that to Josh Allen where we're going, to, well, okay, let's see you get to a Super Bowl here. Or, or maybe it's more like um, now instead of it being seen as a negative that somebody didn't win a title, it's just much more of a positive that someone else did. It, you know, like we're not, there's too many good players that don't win rings, that you can't start. They, it all can't be a huge criticism of all of these great players, whereas 
if you are able to finally get a ring, it just makes you that much better. I, I, but I think these are talking points on shows. That's why it won't go away. Yeah. Because you're, you're always looking for, okay, where can we have a spirited debate? And those who did and those who didn't, that always comes up. And it, and it feels like, certainly at the quarterbacking position, but I do think, like, Luka's going to face this. Luka, now he went, hasn't won the MVP, but it feels like he's next in line to win the MVP. And then if he doesn't, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, maybe he's not as good as everybody uh, as advertised here. Like, it's just tricky of when you win, how much you win. Uh, is it a one and done? Yeah, Pauline. I think on a lesser level, Justin Herbert of the Chargers is yeah. going to get criticism if he doesn't advance in the playoffs. Maybe not a Super Bowl win. It's early. I mean, he could have two in 10 years. But if, if the Chargers with him don't advance, people are going to have to push him down below Joe Burrow, and I think they're starting to already. Oh, Joe Burrow's above Justin Herbert. Yeah, but like a year ago, it would have been you know like a tie behind Mahomes as those two tied. Now it feels like Joe Burrow because he takes his team to higher places. Oh, I I don't I don't even think it was close with Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow because Burrow got his team to the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert can't get to what the second round. Uh, blew a big lead last year. Now he might be as talented or more talented, but you know we're results based. Uh, medium here that we're like, what's the bottom line? What did you do? And that's why people have a problem with Dak Prescott. He's not good in the playoffs. Uh, Kirk Cousins, not good in the playoffs. Josh Allen, you got to get your team to at least the AFC title game. I mean, the, so I, I think the bar might be lowered a little bit because people are saying, well, Marino never won. If I said you could have Marino or Montana, I don't think it's cut and dried. Everybody goes, oh, I'll take Montana. If I put if I put Marino on the Niners, six rings, <laughs> <laughs> right? If I put Dan Marino on the Niners, just saying, and I put Joe on the Dolphins, just saying. Now you did have great receivers, Duper and Clayton and Nat Moore, but you know I I always talk about this quarterbacks who are in the right situation. If Mahomes was on the Bears, he'd be a great curiosity. He wouldn't be you know, the second greatest quarterback, potentially. He might be good, but it's the roster that you have. Jalen Hurts goes to the Eagles. You know, not a first-round draft pick. He's on a team that's great. There's a ton of talent, both sides of the ball. If Jalen Hurts is in Houston, he would be a curiosity. Nothing more. But when you have the talent, and then you utilize the talent, which is what Mahomes has done and Jalen Hurts has done, uh, when, when you have a good offensive line, when you have skill position, when you have a good coach, you know, that, that's the difference. You get on a team that has talent where you don't have to do everything, but you also have to utilize the talent you have, and Jalen Hurts certainly did that this year. All right, let me take a break. We'll update our poll results, and uh, we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. More phone calls coming up. It's going to be an emotional goodbye later today. Going to Dublin. Going to walk in and say goodbye to my sleep number bed. Got a personal relationship. Sleep next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you do. Every great day starts the night before. How did you sleep? You want to find out about a sleep number? Mine's 75. How about Sleep IQ technology? The sleep quality. Smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you learn to sleep better. Adjustable firmness on each side. Couples can choose their ideal firmness, their sleep number. There's comfort, support, perfect bed for couples. Biggest sale of the year. Did I mention that? Even if I did, I'm going to mention it again. All beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus. Special financing. And this is just for a limited time. You can go to the Sleep Number stores. Great people there to help you. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. See store for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, 
what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Get to- There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, poll results there, Seton, and do we want to shift to a new poll question? Yeah, Dan, we've got up there, uh, how is Will Farrell going to show oh, up on set? okay. <laughs> is he going to be dressed as a leprechaun? This is insulting. Uh, McLovin, Ron Burgundy, or himself? Right now, 41% of the audience have him dressing up as a self, and other than that, it's pretty much a three-way tie between the others. It feels like he's going to do something. Okay. I feel like he's going to do nothing. He's going to show up and be like, hey, guys, I'm here. And there's not going to be anything funny. We're going to be like, wait a minute. What are you doing? Are you messing with us? And he's like, what are you talking about? It's me, Will. Oh, you know what? Because he wants to be a Danette. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a guest. He said, hey, I'll come on the show, but I don't want to be a guest. I want to be a Danette. And I'm thinking maybe he does the poll question when we're over there. If you're willing to relinquish those duties to Will Ferrell. I'd happily do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's capable of doing it as well as you do. Oh, I'm quite sure. <laughs> yes. He's more than capable. <laughs> yes, Paul. I do remember years ago when he came in character as Ron Burgundy, he sat in on the whole show, and we had an interview that day. I think it was Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach of USC, and, and he jumped in the interview as Ron Burgundy. <laughs> he goes, Coach, uh, you know, he starts doing it. <laughs> it was a good time. Cal in Georgia. Hi, Cal. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan and the Danettes. How are y'all today? Great, Cal. Actually, I'm in Ireland. I live in Georgia, but I'm in, I've been in Ireland the whole month of August. My son and his family uh, moved over here uh, back in 2016, and I'm in Galway visiting them now. All right. Uh, think, think, think about the shorts. Wear shorts if you want to. There's no big deal over here. Uh, anything else that we should know, Cal? Uh, you want to try, if a restaurant has seafood chowder, Go for the seafood chowder. I've never had a bad one over here in probably a dozen different restaurants. All right. Well, thank you, Cal. Uh, by the way, Galway, beautiful, spectacular. Yeah. But I've been there in August, and it felt like it was December. <laughs> it was like, 
Oh, my God. But there was a woman who was piloting the boat. She was the captain of the boat, and she had a tank top on, and we are freezing. And uh, I'm like, I am soft. Uh, Bobby in Texas. Hi, Bobby. Thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Yes, how are you doing, Dan? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, 6'1 and a soft 230 pounds. Soft. All right, Dan, I have a best and the bestest of the summer, sir. Uh, first, uh, my daughter's moving date is this Wednesday. Uh, she's going to be at San Angelo State Ram, and uh, she's going to go get it. I'm happy for her. And my bestest of the summer is that uh, my longest relationship is finally coming to an end. Me and the state are going to start seeing other people. I'm off child support. <laughs> that's wow. a big day wow i think that's a big day yeah well congratulations off child support gonna see other people <laughs> i like that him in the state um let's see best and worst of the weekend todd i'll start with you my best of the weekend in his 45th career start the brave spencer strider struck out it's a lot of s's 10 batters against the giants friday night Brings his year total to 392. Joins the company of, let's see if you know, what other pitcher got to 392 Ks through their first 45 career starts. Hmm. He started off really strong, then got in trouble with some uh, drug issues. Dwight Gooden. Dwight Gooden is the one who he joins with 392 Ks through the first 45 career starts. Worst. If, the- if pitchers were able to go eight, nine innings like they used to, given today's mentality of going up there and swinging and striking out, then you would have, you know, some of these pitchers could put up close to 300 strikeouts. I think Koufax and Nolan Ryan, I think Nolan had 383 one year. Uh, Koufax had 382. But the pitchers don't go nine innings. So the, the strikeouts are spread out over, uh, you know, Seven pitchers. Yeah, Paulie. You're exactly right, because Spencer Strider this year is averaging 14 strikeouts per nine innings. Wow. It's 14, and that might be all-time, because yeah. Dwight Gooden, in his best season, averaged 11.4 strikeouts per nine innings. Yeah. I'm going to check where Nolan Ryan's best was. Yes, Todd. And the worst of the weekend, we did a little uh, look-in on it earlier. Cardinals stressed out Mason Wynn made his Major League debut against the uh, Mets Friday night in St. Louis, got an infield hit in the fifth inning, and Mets first baseman Pete Alonso, for some reason, decided to throw that souvenir ball into the crowd, maybe not realizing, of course, that that was the kid's first uh, Major League hit. He did ultimately get it back, though, so it ends But, uh, but nice does week. Pete Alonso do this a lot? I think I did read that from time to time he does throw little souvenir balls into the crowd, even, even being the road team. But uh, he felt terrible afterwards, and he was glad that uh, Mason Wynn did get his first career hit ball back where it belongs. Okay. Yeah, Paul. If you're the Cardinals fan who caught this ball, and we're going to give it back, would, would you ask for anything? Yeah. Like a couple Just tickets? Just a photo. Picture with Mason Wynn. Yeah, that's all. Because people I mean, it's ask his for moment. It's his, it's his moment. I got to, you know, don't make it about you that Pete Alonso threw the ball to you. It's not like you caught a home run. But I would just say, here's the ball back. Uh, I'd love an autograph ball and a picture. Uh, I'm a big Cardinal fan. And, you know, that would be it. Yes, Eden. Because, yeah, some people ask for, like, it feels like they come away with, like, a whole stash of stuff. Like, I want an autograph bat. I need a ball. I need a picture with me and all my friends. And I want to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that. that It's a little lame. Yes. Yes. This is his moment. Don't make it your moment. Best and worst, Eden. Uh, best and worst, Dan. Messy magic continues. Oh! Inter-Miami winning the League's Cup. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty wild, though, that he's basically taken uh, the worst team in MLS and immediately got them a trophy somehow, which mm. is pretty remarkable. Mm. Uh, that being said, he still hasn't made his MLS debut, which is coming up uh, later this week. So even though Inter-Miami, he's playing all these games, he's got 10 goals in seven games or whatever, he still actually hasn't played an MLS game yet. Oh, okay. Um, which is just kind of funny. I didn't, I didn't follow that. Uh, my worst of the weekend. Oh, I know that. I'm just trying to keep you updated. No, 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 thank you. We're witnessing history right my, now. My, uh, you my, can choose to watch or just let it go by. My pick for the World Cup, England, came up just short against Spain. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually my worst of the weekend. Uh, is not England losing to Spain because I'm very happy that Spain won. But uh, Olga Carmona, she's the captain who she scored the game-winning goal, mm. uh, lifted up her shirt to had and had a message to uh, a friend of hers whose mother had just passed, and then immediately found out after the game that Olga's father had died while uh, just before the game. Yeah. That is just a brutal story, just yeah. terrible. Marvin, uh, best of the weekend, season two of Winning Time. Okay. 
with uh, talking about the Lakers uh, yeah. dynasty. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. And uh, worst of the weekend, the Yankees, the entire break. I don't think they won while we were off. Well, they lost eight in a row. Got yep. swept by the Red Sox. Oh, boy. Heads rolling. At least they didn't spend a lot of money. <laughs> Final hour coming up. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Andrew Whitworth, NFL analyst, former Ram, will join us. Final hour on the way. One more item. We close at hour two. We've been waiting. College football is back. I'm looking at the DraftKings line. I got Notre Dame is favored by 20 and a half coming up next Saturday in Dublin. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Download the app now. Use the promo code Patrick. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only at DraftKings Sports book with the code Patrick. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.